Hey there, I'm Breezy. Welcome to Breezy Lifestyle. This helpful and super real series is called Struggle to Success. Every episode I share with you a real life story of mine with one if not many struggles. I then show you the error of my ways and how I can do better moving forward as well as how I could have done better than two. Through real examples of my struggling to success, I show how neuroscience and implementing lifestyle success tools can help us rather than continue to hurt us. Through the foundation of science and my real life, I show how you could turn any struggle into an absolute success without totally having to change who you are. It's all about making better choices every day to feel better as to live better for a lifetime. Welcome to Struggle to Success. The most double-edged sword I have ever experienced each day is my use of mind-altering substances in conjunction with my difficulty with sleep. This episode will touch lightly on daytime use of marijuana, but the discussion in regards to evening use alone is monumental. The last episode we talked about caffeine. I'm certainly going to touch on wake and baking in a bit here. Before we get started, we've got to get really clear on what the F we're talking about in regards to substances. I never speak on hard substances such as cocaine, heroin, crack, meth, bath salts, etc. If I am to speak on them, it will be very directly known. I will call them like they are. When I talk substances, it is typically caffeine, general uppers and stimulants, and ingredients such as taurine. Substances also include alcohol, marijuana, CBD, and cigarettes, which in actuality, we would be talking about nicotine. Starting at the age of 19, I have been using substances to help me fall asleep. Or so I thought they were helping. We are soon going to learn and hopefully accept that all of the aforementioned do not help you with sleep. They did not help me. I just thought they were. I surely wanted them to work, but alas, we get what we want by doing what we need to do. I think it is safe to say our needs are not to be found at the bottom of a bottle or in the depths of a bong rip. What my brain signals is not always beneficial. A lot of my brain signals in my 20s were for me to engage in behaviors that offer instant gratification. Also just further effed up my life down the road. Sometimes just a day or a week later the consequences would unfold. The choices we make always have an impact on our future self and reality. When I choose to drink alcohol before bed, I can at least expect to be more tired and disconnected the following day, if not two. When I smoke marijuana in the middle of the night to help me fall back asleep when I wake up at my usual 4 a.m., I have to expect the grogginess and dissipating high to linger when I try to arise again at 7.30 a.m. Not only do substances have their obvious negative effects, but what we don't see is how much marijuana or alcohol can alter our dopamine schedules. Remember, dopamine basically runs the show inside of us. It propels us to go towards chosen pleasures as to avoid all the pains we have chosen exist. Notice I'm always using the word 
chose or choice. For example, I used to wake and bake. The slew of issues that come from wake and baking is so monumental, it makes it too easy for me to say no. I am a medical marijuana card holder, to be clear, like to this day. I have physical, mental, and emotional issues that deeply qualify me to be medical patient. Wake and baking, unless it's a physical pain, should never be engaged in. Unless you want your motivation and ability to engage with tasks and conversations to be negatively impacted for the next one to three days. Your choice. Marijuana and dopamine go hand in hand. Recall the word my generation has used. Dope. Yeah, I'm pretty sure we are referencing the highs in which typically triggers a dopamine peak. We go towards what's dope. Dopamine has us go towards whatever it is we have chosen releases more dopamine. Dopamine is 100% about motivation to avoid chosen pains. So it is not a pleasure-seeking chemical. It is a pain avoidance chemical, and we make those choices with pain and pleasure. If we are using our motivation to smoke marijuana, so if we are using our dopamine drive to do something and that doing something is smoking marijuana, then marijuana in turn squashes our drive or motivation for the next three to four hours. Well, I think you know that outcome, right? For me and from what I have heard from many of my friends, we do not accomplish as much as we could have if we would have not have smoked in the morning. And I don't know about you, but I don't feel good when I don't do the things that I should be doing or need to be doing, whatever verbiage makes you feel more comfortable. Some people don't like should language. I'm going to say you should accept should language. <laughs> Anyways. Furthermore, we usually smoke because of a perceived emotional pain. And yeah, emotional pains are deep. They are heavy. They are real. I would smoke due to my anxiety. Smoking, unfortunately, can increase anxiety, right? As it can activate certain thought patterns, especially if you are anything like me and have OCD, which comes with a heavy dose of rumination. Ruminating is, woo! We're gonna have a whole episode on like OCD and rumination and what we can even do to our body inside and out. Oh my gosh, all right. When the decision to wake and bake is because the world seems too painful to live through that day, we are further teaching ourselves to strengthen that belief and neurological wiring. We are truly changing ourselves and not for the better. Because in this case, in this example, we are creating a narrative for our actual living reality in which we have chosen things really deeply hurt, and then we can't engage with those things that really deeply hurt. Conversely, as you will learn later in this episode, I, as well as all of us, can make choices to have us feeling, believing, and living the truth that anxiety is a thing of the past, and depression is something that can be controlled. Leveraging dopamine is so powerful, I will never shut up about it. Okay, thanks, you're welcome. Hi, Steve. As a reminder, I'm here to share how my 
full shizzy choices in life did not serve me and the long term that is an entire lifetime look at me i'm only 33 and i think a lot of us when we get into our 30s we look back at life we're like wow that's been a long life already hopefully we're making choices as so when we look back at our life we're like yeah i really liked that life i am digging this experience i felt more and more shizzy as the years went on because I just kept making the same choices like most of us do we do the same behaviors we have the same habits we have the same daily motions I am here to say what is needed as for better feelings and a better life rather than say what you want to hear which further and falsely agrees with making poor choices and I talk to myself this way too I tell myself the things I don't want to hear and the results are fantastic. We make the choices we need, people. As someone that was a child developmental specialist, we make good choices and avoid all the not good choices. We do not label choices as bad. We call them what they really are, not helpful or not beneficial or distracting or of heavy consequence. To call something bad is like playing God. Moving past wake and baking and going into the evening hours, to this day, I still use marijuana to assist with the process of getting sleepy and falling asleep. Follow me on this. Marijuana has not ever helped me stay asleep. And that's not its function to my understanding. It just assists with the process of getting there. To be scientifically clear, things that help fall asleep typically do not help humans stay asleep. Those internal mechanisms, chemicals, and hormones are entirely different. So as soon as we get to the point of falling asleep, we have all this stuff going on. Once we get to sleep, all sorts of different things are happening, and then all those other things start shutting down. THC is not a sedative. It's not a sedative. Additionally, THC blocks REM sleep, and this is major. Sleep is major. All of the actual smart neuroscientists say basically the following. REM sleep is the greatest predictor of your life longevity. Hear this loud and clear as if this is the truth of life, people. There is a linear relationship between REM sleep and life longevity. The less REM sleep humans receive, the higher probability of death. And in this regard, we're talking about all-cause mortality. Because I was barely, if not ever, getting REM sleep as well as sleeping so poorly up until a year ago, my body would try and rebound for the REM in the morning. And this is something that happens with a lot of us, whether we realize it's happening or not. So here's what's going on. There is a depth for REM inside the body. So we create like an, an empty pit. There is a depth. As THC is active in the body, and for me, it would be active from like 11 p.m., to about 3 a.m. 
And then I would wake up around 4 a.m. smoke and reactivate until about 7 or 8 a.m. This made waking up restfully impossible. Why? Because once the THC dissipates, which is obviously in the morning when I should be waking up finally, my body is going to try its best to reduce that REM debt and get some effing quality sleep, some deep REM sleep. So my body is doing what it needs to do because my choices are directly going against its needs and just trying to do what my brain wants. So I'm doing what I want, right? And therefore, it's actually totally not fulfilling my needs. So then my body tries to overdrive in the morning and quickly take care of my, my needs. In this regard, it's REM sleep. This is so major and serious. It was the biggest lose-lose game I chose to participate in for 12 years. Also, if you are a nightly smoker, you're probably noting the withdrawal dependency, right? More and more, marijuana is needed to be smoked over time to get the same effect once received from the lower dosage that we would intake, right? So over time, we have to smoke more to experience the same. And smoking isn't very good for you physically, right? Lastly, if you feel like you need marijuana at night and have negative emotional reactions when not smoking, it is likely an addiction has formed. We lightly touched on how addictions quite easily form in the caffeine podcast. The A word is not a bad word. Rather, the A word is to be used as useful information to apply in life and to make different choices moving forward. With a growth mindset, we don't crumble after making a mistake or realizing we ultra effed up. Nope. We appreciate the lessons learned and accept that challenges offer insights and experiences that help our future self live a better life aligned with our needs. Very quickly, I want to say something about CBD. CBD may be wake promoting at lower dosages. And once at about 25 milligrams or higher, can it offer some increases in sleepiness? Maybe. The findings are not compelling. There's just like no research. More research is totally needed. And what I know about CBD is it needs to be taken alongside some THC for best activation. So for all of my 20s and a touch of my 30s, I was making myself miserable. I was depleting my daily motivation and drive by effing with my dopamine schedules. I was creating neural pathways that supported my anxiety and negative thought patterns. I was not getting REM sleep because of my addiction to marijuana. I was sleeping in because of the lack of REM as well as the residual effects from smoking. I was spending money on a substance that was not helping and rather hurting my emotional well-being as well as my daily outcomes in reality. Just to list a few. What does my healthy use of marijuana in the evening look like now? Well, keyword is evening. I no longer smoke in the mornings or afternoons unless I am doing like a self-trauma therapy session if I'm unpacking a trauma trunk. Sometimes 
the marijuana can help me on the butt end of my what I'll call emotional roller coaster, right? That's all I'm going to say on that for now. I'll do episodes on unpacking trauma and using substances and not using substances and other lifestyle success tools and techniques. So anyways, no longer smoke in the mornings or afternoons. Even if I am damn near paralyzed by my hip, knee, and back issues, I use a heating pad, peppermint and lavender oil. I stretch, or as some would call it, PT. And I do cupping to actually assist that physical ailment rather than just mask the pain by being stoned. After all, being stoned almost always affects what does and does not get done that day. I make the better choice of trying to heal for the better rather than just feel a bit better. Again, that is needs versus wants. Here's what my healthy sleep and just my day-to-day life looks like nowadays in regards to smoking marijuana. I lightly smoke an indica strain between the hours of like 7 p.m. to 9 p.m. I typically need a little assistance with appetite as I consume Kratom during most days for energy and management of both my depression as well as anxiety. So as I'm making dinner around 7 p.m., I begin my light puffs. How I choose to smoke varies on how I'm feeling and how much free time I can give my hands while multitasking, right? I mainly smoke out of a pen or water bong, but my most preferred method is the volcano. I I think it's the most clean. I do not and sometimes have to force myself to not smoke in the middle of the night. It is so tempting. Oh my gosh, beyond tempting. It it doesn't matter how difficult sleep is that night and we're going to cover other episodes about if you sleep poorly, you shouldn't actually alter any of your behaviors the next day. So anyways, so if I'm sleeping poorly, I definitely shouldn't all of a sudden smoke marijuana. I now know that the marijuana is only going to make some, if not many things more difficult in the hours to come. It's never worth it. Honestly, any person that feels the need to argue the negative effects of marijuana are probably living with an addiction to THC. I run an essential oil diffuser and I spray my bed with homemade sprays. I love this part of my ritual. My go-to oils are lavender, peppermint, clove, and eucalyptus. The lavender is relaxing, the peppermint and the clove are good for respiration. Eucalyptus is pretty good for respiration too, but I just love how they smell. I don't do citrus at night because that can be very elevating. The aroma as well as sound coming from the little small machine creates a super lovely environment to support restful sleep. Also, the smoky mist that comes out of the the top of the diffuser, it always makes me feel like there's marijuana smoke nearby. Like, seriously, whatever it takes to trick the mind to do the necessary things rather than the quickly gratifying things, I'm doing it. I am the one in control of my mind and body, even when the darkness seems impossible to escape. And if it means I'm running a cute little essential oil diffuser that like shifts through different colors and you know, spears out the little mist, go for it. I'm not hurting anyone. And if anything, I'm helping myself. Furthermore, I do not take CBD for rest, for sleep rest. I Do take a high dose of CBD if I'm having anxiety issues, menstrual cramping, 
or if my brain seems to be like fluttering in a hundred different directions. Other than that, I don't take CBD. I follow a strict daily and nightly ritual or routine. Have to. Have to. This guarantees that my lower level brain or inappropriately dopamine driven desires are not going to take control of my reality and therefore how I feel about all the everythings. I do what I need to do and I try my best to find ways to enjoy doing the necessary such as visualizing my oil diffuser as a magical marijuana volcano. Alright, so in the next episode we are going to discuss alcohol. As someone that grew up in the northeast of Wisconsin, I was born and raised to believe drinking is just a part of life. Wherever you go, there it is, and everyone is doing it. All right, Beebs, this has been another episode of From Struggle to Success, brought to you by Breezy Lifestyle. I am Breezy, and I am signing off.